Hey, and welcome to Getting Down with the Pickleball with your host, Dr. Don, the killer pickler and sex therapist, and me, Tony, the sidekick who asks the questions, gets the news and all the updates, and all the pickleball annex you can handle. And now, it's Dr. Don. Hi, y'all. This is Dr. Don with Getting Down with the Pickleball. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about pickleball therapy and the benefits of pickleball on your mental health. So, for today's first serve, serving. I'm going to tell you a, you know, a little story like I do that happens to me on the courts on a regular basis because I play at least 6 days a week. So, a few times a week I will meet separately with a group of ladies and inevitably one will say how much we needed to play and we all agree that pickleball in one shape or another is therapy. So there's something special about the game. It activates the mind along with the body. Uh, I think it's because of the social aspect. As I stated in previous episodes, you know, I went uh, through some difficult times for a while and playing pickleball really helped me get through it. So pickleball became my therapy. One lady especially will always comment on how grateful she is to be able to play pickleball. And I think all of us will agree, and many of you out there that do play the game, there is a sense of gratitude that you can get out there on the court. Maybe it's nice weather. You're playing with people that you really enjoy playing with, and it kind of just sets it up for a good day or a good beginning of the week. As a therapist, I can say there definitely is overwhelming benefits to your mental health if you do play pickleball. And most of the time, pickleball is maybe a little bit slower pace than, per se, tennis. And I play doubles. A lot of people do play doubles. You get a chance in the middle of, you know, serving or when maybe you miss a ball or whatever it is to sit and chit-chat with people, have a good laugh, get that uh, camaraderie going. And the other day I was out on the court and I went to go play a game. And one of the guy players, it was really funny, before the game started, all of a sudden he goes to the back of the court and he does a handstand and push-ups at the same time. And all the ladies were like... Wow, that was pretty incredible. And then it kind of set up for a really relaxing game, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, One woman said that she loves the relaxed style of pickleball because you don't have to wear like a little tennis skirt. You can wear yoga pants or shorts or whatever it is that you want to play with, you know, on the pickleball court. No one really cares. It's not like you have to go out there and look super stylish or anything. People are just out there to have a good time, get some exercise in, maybe some sunshine, and really meet up with the friends that they enjoy playing with. I would like to throw this next volley out. Current events and hot topics of the day. Speaking of cognitive help, it appears that our political leaders are lacking in this area. It almost seems like they want to destroy the country. Something that bothers me immensely is every time I look up in the sky on a clear day, I start to see planes leaving these trails. Um, There'll be a clear sky. It'll be beautiful out. I'm looking up and then all of a sudden I see striping in the sky and it seems to continue throughout the day. And then the next day, it's kind of cloudy, or it may rain, or it's overcast. And this has been going on now for months. And 
The other thing I've noticed is that people are starting to talk about it. So I'll be on Twitter and I'll bring it up because I'll take the pictures and I'll take a video and I'm just trying to put it out there to say, hey, what the heck is going on? Supposedly it's been going on since World War II. (laughs) They've been doing some type of weather manipulation. Sometimes they call it cloud seeding or geoengineering. But recently I have been seeing reports on it from mainstream media talking about how they're trying to block out the sun so that we won't have global warming. The idea is quite frightening that they're trying to manipulate Mother Nature. What is going to happen to us? What are they actually spraying in the sky? Is it bad for our health? Do we really know? But stuff is definitely coming out on it. If you want to find out more about this, you can go on Twitter and you can look up chemtrails and a bunch of stuff will go on. And it's not just here in California or even the United States. It seems to be something going on globally. So this is a little scary. I would definitely have to say, I'd like to know who's in charge of this. I never voted to have these planes putting whatever in the sky above me and manipulating the weather. So um, I'm curious to to see what some of uh, the listeners think about this. And now I have an interesting story for you. It's time for Pickleball News. On to this great article that I saw on mindbodygreen.com. And I'll give you a little bit of cliff notes on this interesting article that just came out about the surprising brain benefits of pickleball from a neuropsychologist. So in this article, it talks about What I was stating earlier about the mental health benefits of pickleball, the article goes on to say, Nicola, a neuropsychologist who focuses on the intersection of neuroscience and physical performance, the best exercises are the ones that challenge your body and mind. There's a subcategory of exercises which falls under cognitive exercises, which uses all your senses, light, sound, touch. Everyone should be involved in this type of exercise. Basically, proprioception is the sense of where your body is in space. Your body uses cues from the outside environment to set your brain. Then your brain tells your body how to react. Your proprioceptive functions declines as you age, but training those abilities has been shown to improve function, mobility, balance, gait, and the risk of fall in older adults. And believe me, we can all use this as we age. And as I play pickleball every day, I do notice that my hand-eye coordination is improving and that I feel a sense of clarity after the game. I don't know if that's just the adrenaline or what this uh, doctor is talking about, but I do see the benefits of it. She goes on to say, you cannot achieve anything without understanding where you are in space and time. Nicola notes, whether you're an elite athlete hoping to enhance performance or someone who just wants to improve cognitive longevity. No matter your specific fitness goals, she encourages regular training exercise that strengthens your body awareness. And I really just, I loved this article. I thought um, it had some really good points in it. And it's just another reason for people to play pickleball. If you want the full story, go check out the article on mindbodygreen.com. And that was my big pickle of the day. And we'll be right back with more interesting information and some fun antics from my co-host, Tony. Stay tuned. 
Hey, and welcome back to Getting Down with the Pickleball. I'm Tony. We're sitting here with the lovely Dr. Dawn. For some reason, though, she's finding that her love for the pickleball is therapeutic in ways that are working for her. I'm sure it works different for everybody. There's other sports. But you seem to have clinged on to this activity. Well, I mean, after a day hanging out with you, I need some pickleball therapy. (laughs) I need some pickleball. Yeah, okay. Well, if that's the truth. But you somehow found this. How did you find pickleball? Well, I knew about the sport because I had a friend uh, that played it regularly. She moved away. She moved to Tennessee, but she just loved doing it. She made some great friends. And then a couple other people asked, hey, do you want to play pickleball? And I'm like, okay, this pickleball thing's really taken off. And there's this amazing club that's literally walking distance from my house, maybe a mile. Uh, It might be something that I enjoy. Okay. But were you playing pickleball before you kind of went through your thing? No, I never played pickleball. I've always been active. I like to walk and I thought, wow, you know, this is a game that's social and active and keeps your brain uh, sharp because there is thinking to it. You have to strategize when you're playing. Once I tried it, I I was hooked. I mean, I was hooked right after. So that sounds really calming, relaxing, and therapeutic. (laughs) When you have to think and concentrate and play and keep your zone and the whole thing and focus and, oh my God, and you're intense and the adrenaline. Yeah, because it keeps you from thinking about other things. Me, therapy is the total opposite of that. (laughs) (laughs) I find things therapeutically great. Like if I go to the gym, I'm just doing my thing. I may think a lot of stuff, but I get it out through exertion, we'll call it. So is that your thing? As you're exerting the game that you're playing? I would first of all say that if you're in your head a lot and maybe sometimes you're, you know, trying to get over some things that maybe tragically have happened in your life, you don't want to think about it all the time, um, it's good to focus on something else. And this definitely keeps you out of your head. But what it also does is you are exerting energy and it's um, spiking your adrenaline and your endorphins and, you know, all the hormones and chemicals in your brain. It's boosting it so that you feel better, not just physically, but mentally. Okay. But if I was sitting here and listening to that, which I am, I would say, well, that's a distraction. I got this thing I got to deal with. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, over here. Okay, that's fun. I can do this now and not have to worry and think over here. But I don't know, 10 seconds after I'm done with that distraction, I'm right back where I was before that distraction. I don't necessarily see it that way because sometimes you need to get out of your head. And if you have a distraction and you could kind of change your focus and look at something that's positive and put your energy into something positive, then you feel better. And then you maybe can go back to the situation and deal with it a little better. Your head is clear. You feel happier. Um, Like I said, your endorphins are up. So then maybe a situation that you didn't want to look at, you can kind of look at it and see it with- You're in a better mood. You're in a better better place. Perspective than the first slap in the face. Now you've taken, now the pain's gone away and you can look at it a little better. Absolutely. But think about, remember the episode we had talked about the lady that was large? She found pickleball and all of a sudden lost like two people. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, Mm -hmm. to me, I don't even know that's even physical therapy. That was, that had to be the biggest mental therapy of all time. Oh yeah. Because she would have had to completely have changed her lifestyle in order to lose the weight and maintain that kind of a weight loss. Yeah. I mean, it was just, obviously it wasn't just pickleball or it was a diet in there. There was some you know, uh, lifestyle changes or habits had to be thrown away in order to stay 
in that. And so, then probably feeling good about herself motivated her to continue. Right, to do right. That. Oh, that's always that's the drug. Yeah. Oh, I feel great. I need more. How do right. I get that? Oh, I was doing this. Oh, let me up it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you know when you're doing blow, and you think. <laughs> oh, jeez, Tony. <laughs> Do you always have to go somewhere dark and dirty and No, I'm just nasty. Saying, no, I just remember the 80s. <laughs> I went skiing all the time and I never hit a mountain slope. It was amazing. Wow. <laughs> that good. It's good that you don't have an addictive personality. Terrifically good. All right. So have you found people that you uh, play with that says, hey, you know, if it weren't for pickleball, I'd be Ow! all the time. I mean, I've had a couple people who have lost loved ones. And they come on the court, a couple of the girls I actually know, and we're just out there saying how grateful we are to just be out playing together, enjoying the game, enjoying the social aspect. And and, um, I've made some some really great friends and we take it off the court and we'll meet for lunch or dinner or hanging out. Right. That's the therapy that continues. That's Yep. And then you go, oh, and then you bring it back to the court. But there's things like, you know, I found it weird that where you live, especially on your street, it's insane, ladies and gentlemen, but they've all lost their spouses yeah. to something. Like, it's like widow's row. Mm-hmm. And, and a widower. We have a widower. Oh, yes, too. you do. Apologize. Ah. And, and one gentleman. I mean, that's an amazing thing because I remember when I was growing up, it was rare if any of our friends' parents died while we were um, cognizant of people being like husband and wife. We just thought they were the parents. We, as kids, you never think them as they're together as husband and wife. We just think them as, oh, that's your mom and dad. The, the scary thing, not scary, but the kind of alarming thing is that we're, we're not in our 80s and 90s. A lot of the people on my block that lost their um, significant others, their, their spouses, were in their 40s and 50s. So that's what I'm saying. This was a young thing. That's, uh-huh. Have you ever invited any of them or have you ever brought up pickleball to any of them? Because I've seen you talk to people nowhere. And somewhere they say pickleball or you get it smoked into the conversation and then boom. There should be, I mean, there's a pickleball singles on Facebook because it's just one of those things that it's, if you're at a bar or you're out or you're single or you want to meet somebody, it's a great way to kind of connect and just talk about something like a shared experience. So for all you single people out there, uh, that's an incentive to take up pickleball. (laughs) (laughs) Amongst other things. But pickleball could be one of them. No, but it is a fun sport, and it's there's camaraderie, mm-hmm. and there's, it's a fun competition. Even though you guys are playing at, uh, you are hanging out at a club level. Though I'm sure there are people there that take it as serious as anything, or that's oh, yeah. just their personality. No, we have uh, pickleball competitions that they that they have, and doubles games where you compete with each other. So Right. But I'm just saying it's way more just, Hey, we're playing pickleball. Um, I don't have any dough on the game. I'm here for the other reason. (laughs) Well, thank you for letting me get into my point. All these different things that you go through life, you're finding pickleball. Like I find it in music. Like I could just sit and play my guitar five hours later. It's like, I didn't know I was doing it that long. You get lost in pickleball. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go. I'll be right back. I think I can only play one little game or something. You know, two hours later. Oh yeah, it's usually two, two and a half hours. I'm out there playing, and I don't even, I don't even feel it. Right. You're so. like, oh shoot, I need to go. I have a lunch date. You know, yes. and I, I gotta. Get- I have a life. I have to do something else besides pickleball. Mm, I mean, my kids. <laughs> I don't know. My kids are like, Mom, what did you do today? Oh wait, don't tell me. You played pickleball. <laughs> yes. Well, 
That is true, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's all, it's, it is basically her day. It, I mean, it evolves around pickleball, right? Yes. And let's you wake pickleball. up. You can't wait. Even today, you're telling me like, oh, I got up. I played. It was good. It was a couple hours. Dun, dun, dun. I took a shower. But I'm going to play a little later today. I mean, I really don't know if I can get in the game, but I'll go sit there. I'll sign up again. I don't know what I can do, but I'm going to go. Well, that's all part of the pickleball therapy. Oh. <laughs> well, let me ask you something else. As a sex therapist, marriage counselor, in fact, that's your name, Dr. Don, does Pickleball, would it help couples, this type of therapy? Or would they consider it a therapy? Would you recommend it? Oh, I absolutely would. And I remember my parents, they used to play tennis together. And it it brought them together with other couples. And they had something to do that they both enjoyed. And it's athletic. And I think it's really important for couples to have something that they enjoy in common that can also bring in an element of maybe meeting other people, to um, do something different in the marriage. Pickleball is a lot of fun. I see a lot of couples out there that are married. They do play with other couples, and I, I do think it is part of their life, and it's improved their marriage. And, and the other thing, too, is you're active together. And so when you're active together, it can also help your sex life because you're taking care of your body. You're probably taking care of what you eat. When couples are active together, they usually have a more active sex life. It's just a fact. Well, may okay, I would. Look, I'm having a tough time with my wife. You know what I'm doing? I'm putting her as a couple on the other side of the court. Because lo and behold, sometimes, I don't know, maybe that ball goes somewhere that I feel good about. Oh, wow. Our, <laughs> oh, wait, you're not married. Now I know why. No, neither are you. <laughs> oh, thanks. Not because of that. <laughs> what about the two before that? Ah. Aha, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. Aha. No, but if a pick, you know what I'm saying? If a, if a couple was at each other, <laughs> you don't think the woman would be over there and try to just slam the ball at the guy too? Just like, oh, you're making me so angry. I want to get that. I can, I can see where, you know, couples sometimes will be a little harder on each other when they're playing and they might be a little less forgiving than with another partner, but it's something that they enjoy doing together. That's why they're out there doing it. So for the most part, they're happy out there doing it. Right. I mean, you play with some couples oh, and they're couples. on the same team 90% of the time, right? I'm talking more about the partners who um, reserve the court to be with another couple. And that's kind of like a date night or a Saturday morning that they play together, but they're getting out there together intentionally to play this game and enjoying the time together. Okay, gotcha. Well, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, and when I get back, uh, we'll tackle a couple more interesting topics. One coming up that's a pet peeve of mine, might be some of uh, others out there as well. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the doctor and some other fun pickling. Welcome back to Getting Down with the Pickleball. My name's Tony. We're with Dr. Don, the pickler, the therapist, the spinner. Yes, many things with our doctor. <laughs> but, Hopefully all positive. But, yeah, but this is interesting topic to me. So you brought up what everyone, and I don't care, people get mad, whatever, the chemtrail. I think it was 2001 New Year. I was at a party. We played all night. Ugh, we, we all felt crappy the next morning because we all, it was like seven o'clock in the morning and we're all just waking up and we went to bed like at four. And this is in LA. Guy lives on top of the hill. He says, I got a great breakfast place for the six people that were left over from the night before. Let's go. No one will be there. We get there. It's like, you know, 
half hour wait. As we were walking, he points up to the sky and says, can you believe it? They never stopped doing this. It's just like, this is more than I've ever seen. And I looked up and I went, um, what are you looking at? He said, you don't see those? You don't see those little stripes in the sky? You see that jet? There's one right there. There's a jet. He's leaving a stream. I'm like, yeah, the jet stream. He's like, no, that's not what it is at all. And I said, I'm not understanding. that We see jets do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. This is, however, something else. Can you see the patterns? Can you see the crisscrossing? Can you see? And all of a sudden, it was clicking in. Like, wow, there's something to this. Not, I'm, I'm not a conspiracy guy at all. And he then started showing me the, and back then in 2001, videos or YouTube was like baby, brand mm-hmm. new. You yeah. Know, things that were getting on there, they needed content. So you didn't know if things were real or not, except there were a ton of these on there. And I'm like, what is it about? So I was married at the time and we had a drive home and talked about it. And then a couple of days later, we saw it in our neck of the woods and it never stopped. Well, it's been going on since World War II. <laughs> right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. People aren't noticing it. Even today, people are like, I don't know. You run into people. Mm-hmm. You're on the, on the court and they're like, what are you talking about? Like I was. I was oblivious. Oh, it's an air show. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's oblivious. They're striping the except sky now, again. <laughs> yeah. Except now it's, it is so bombarded every day. Every day. Because I mean, now you and I will see it daily or mm-hmm. talk about it and we'll just grunt. Yep. And you're like, don't make me look. And I'm like, all I have to do is point. Because it was beautiful in the morning, right? Sunny. And then all of a sudden, there they go. Stripe in the sky, stripe in the sky. Right. And like my buddies, I I was over with them. We were doing some business meeting and we walked out and I went, I just pointed up and I just grunted like I always do, Mr. You know, happy. Just, oh, why? They couldn't let us have a day. We couldn't keep sunshine for one day. And they both said, what are you talking about? I went, oh, and now I'm, I'm listening to me 20-something years ago that they are being. And we became uh, entangled in this, no, that's not what they're doing. I'm like, really? You think clouds look like this, like a slim line? Look, there's a cloud over there. See that? That's, see how it's flat on the bottom, puffy on the top? These are perfectly made, strategically placed yep. clouds. Like I remember we were sitting outside and we looked up. And through the clouds above, well, the real clouds, they were striping like forever. Mm-hmm. And then the rain came. Well, the, the thing is, they've been doing this, like I said, for a long time. And when you go to look it up and you look up chemtrails, they're going to say, oh, yeah, that's conspiracy theory. So I'm like, fine, don't look up chemtrails. Look up seeding. Look up geoengineering. Look up um, weather warfare. So when you start looking up those other things, you'll see that they're mainstream topics. And and they've even been talking about it lately on the news. Like I saw an article, I think it was NBC, where a lady was saying, yeah, we've noticed more of this and they're using it so that they can combat global warming. Right. Oh, yeah. Let's fight the sun. But then what about the the dude that finally admitted to him? And he was was CIA. This is the head of the CIA. What's the CIA have to do with chemtrail? Uh-oh. Yep. Well, you know, it's globally because I posted it on Twitter and I have been posting on Twitter. And if you hashtag the chemtrails, you, I mean, you'd be shocked. It's all over the world. It's like, how are they orchestrating this all over the it's world? It's insane. I would talk to my cousins in Chicago and they're telling me they do it. Remember, I, I know you went down for your perk thing in uh, San Diego. Yep. And I asked you 
Hey, they're, yeah. they are striping hard up here. Are they doing it? Yep. They're doing yep. it down here. And then I talked to my son who lives in Scottsdale. Same thing. People up in Seattle say it. So what is it though? What the hell? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's the baffling. But, but you know, the crazy thing is, is it's been going on. I feel like it's even more so. And then I've been looking at the weather in Southern California. I have never, ever seen it rain this much in Southern California. It's been, it would rain for months. And then now it's, it's cloudy every day. It's like we live in San Francisco. I don't understand what's going yeah, it's on. Like months so far of terrible weather. Yeah. In these last eight months that are not normal. And you've you were born here, so yep. you know what it really is like. When I moved here, I was freaked that it was always sunny. Like what <laughs> happened to the seasons? Yeah. Moving from Chicago, it's like, well, I knew there's not going to be any snow, but there had to be a springtime. I mean, there had to be some rain and then there had to be some love sunshine. I get the heat because it's dry heat out here versus Midwest heat, which is all humid, you know, stick. So you'd be interested to know, I have to look more into it and I may get back on the show and talk about, there is a lawsuit going on against the government right now. I just have to delve more into it, but I think that people are becoming more and more aware of it and they're like, all right, enough. We need to do something about this. And I know in one country, I believe it's Mexico, the government said no more of uh, the chemtrails in Mexico. So I don't know if, um, I hope that people continue to wake up and are, are starting to talk about this because this affects how we breathe. I mean, the sun, the water, the food. I mean, it, it affects it everything. What is it? Right. <laughs> that's, the ba- that's what irks me the most. You can tell it's a pet peeve of mine. I'm not a fan of this. I didn't ever think about it. And then all of a sudden it becomes like a thorn because I don't know what it is. Right. How do you manipulate mm-hmm. Mother Nature? I don't know. But we'll have to come back and talk about it because actually this is something that you and I both agree on and something that interests both of us or mm-hmm. upsets both of us. No, we agree on a lot of things and we have a lot of, uh, I guess we go through the same door on a lot of things. But this one in particular is like, bulldoze it, get in the semi and let's just mow it down because there has to be the reasoning that needs to, if everyone was told, well, here's the actual truth, then we'd be good. That's what I think everyone's Well, but they did. They actually came on the television on three or four different things and said it's to combat global warming. I mean, they came out and said it. I have no faith that they're doing what's best for us anymore. Our government is not doing what's best for us. So that is my belief. Until I see other, I'm sticking with that. No, 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 no. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you are. What am I? <laughs> okay. So we're going to take another quick break. I hope no one got a little miffed on that, but maybe some of you agree or not. But in the meantime, go grab a snack, have a nice little <laughs> drink, look up in the sky. If it is sunny and there's nothing out there, that's a good Yeah, be grateful. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey there again. Welcome back to Getting Down with a Pickleball. Again, I'm Tony. Here is Dr. Don. We have an interesting little, I don't know if it's pickleball news, because as we mentioned off air, uh, this can apply to all sports. However, in this article by this doctor, a lady had- um, A neurosociologist. Yes, had mentioned that playing this certain game in the sense of uh, your cognitive of Space what's happening time. right mm-hmm. in real time. Versus sometimes you get into other sports and you've played it so long and everything. It's not mundane. 
It just becomes like you're more on autopilot, and then you work it into your game. This, however, you're saying... I think I think with pickleball, I'm, I'm trying to understand where she's saying this as opposed to maybe some other sports. And I'm thinking about when you get to the point where you're maybe an in, intermediate player, you're going to go up to the kitchen and it's not about you hitting the ball hard. It's about dinking the ball back and forth. So you have to have the patience to do it. Um, it's a slower game. You slow it down. And in that time, you start thinking about where you're going to place that ball. So you're looking at where your opponents are. If you need to place the ball to the side, if you need to place the ball to the middle, or if somehow you need to, to get it over their heads. So you're really now thinking about the skill of the game as you're in it. And I think from a cognitive perspective, especially as you get older, this is a great game for even senior citizens or, or people that just want to keep their brain and body active. You know, people that are sometimes 90 years old still got it going, still quick, mm-hmm. clever, alert, haven't lost a beat. And then sometimes you see some other people and they're just, why am I here? <sighs> <laughs> Isn't it done yet? Right. They're not enthused. Maybe um, maybe something happened in their lives that isn't anymore. But the people that continue to stay focused or use their mind and or stay mentally aware, like I said, most sports, you're always looking for that. There's an old baseball saying called hit them where they ain't. You know? <laughs> yeah. That way, that's the game. You're trying to put it into a spot that no one can get to, and you're going to win that point. Right? But- I was playing against you. Now add another person in there. And it's like, well, double the fun here. So maybe your brain's, you know, now you got to be really aware because I I played doubles against these guys in high school, man. And they were insane because, well, I think one guy was ambidextrous, but it didn't matter. One guy played righty, one guy played lefty. You could never get the ball between them. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. impossible. Well, in pickleball, you do something called the wall. You you go up to the kitchen line, and basically you and your partner, if you're good players, you kind of create a wall, and then you dink it back. You're patient, you're patient, you're patient. You look for that opening shot, and then wham, you know, you, you do it hard. So do you guys move in tandem? Do you guys move together? Well, you can. And then also, when if you're watching professional pickleball, they'll be on each other's side. I mean, it's pretty amazing the way that they do it or they'll switch off or, um, so it really is a thinking game and you have to keep your eye on the ball and keep your eye on your partner as well as your opponents. That's I'm trying to get to this point. So now they're playing the way they are and the whole hit them where they ain't situation. Mm -hmm. That's your only play. Unless you're going to do the bang. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, Unless you become a banger. God, mm. there's just no way to get around yes, this. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, banger. if you're going to hit the ball as hard as you can at someone to make sure that they're never going to return it, that's one way of always getting that point. Because if they're blocking the, or they're getting to a point to where we're covering all the space, man, unless you hit it at us or put it in our ankle, we're getting to the yeah, ball 90% the of the time. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so that's... But so do you think about it? It's almost okay, so, like chess moves. So this lady's point was pickleball seems to be a uh, sport that enhances this more than other sports, I gather. Yeah, that's what she was saying. And you get the social aspect of it, too. So there's just a lot. You get get the thinking part, the social aspect, the physical aspect of it. 
So she was just commenting that this particular sport is um, good for you on a mental level. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? And and also balance and everything. Okay, <laughs> whatever. You're laughing at me. <laughs> it's good for you on a mental a level. Mental level. Hey Tony, you want to go out and try to play some pickleball sometime? Again? Um, we've only done it a couple times. No, I think uh, yeah, get, it's been a couple times. I killed her last there. time, ladies and gentlemen, until I found out you can't serve overhand. Yeah. Well, we need to play doubles, and then you can really yes, see. Yes, we need to play some doubles. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Cut some hair while we're at it. All right. We're going to take a short break, and coming back, we're going to do, uh, of course, my little favorite part of the show, the pickleball terms, and... See if um, I stump her. Last time, I didn't stump her. She actually knew one. It's only been like eight, nine episodes. She finally knew well, a term. there's a new term on the pickleball court that I learned today. You did? Yeah. Wait until we get there. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Hang on. We'll be right back. Hello, and once again, we're here with Dr. Down, or <laughs> Dr. Down with the pickleball is what I really want to say. <laughs> Dr. Down with the pickleball. Why can't that be the show? Getting gone the with the, the pickleball. <laughs> no, this is just getting worse. <laughs> okay. Or, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Getting Down with the Pickleball. We're here with Dr. Don. I'm Tony. And now we're entering the last phase of this show, which is always my favorite. At least we're getting out of it. Pickleball terms. Yay! And the crowd's <laughs> going wild, ladies and gentlemen. Did you ever watch Tom Slick when you were younger? Oh, yeah. I Remember? Did. And so. Speed Racer? Okay, wow. Did you ever watch Tom Slick when you were younger? I don't know, maybe not. I think my brother okay. used to watch it. So Tom that. Slick was a, you know, another Saturday morning cartoon, pretty cheesy, but the, always the storyline was. He's a race car driver. He's got evil dudes that want oh, to yes, make him. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. And every time, he always defeats the evil, snidely, whiplash-looking dude. And then at the end of the race, he finally crosses. The announcer says, and Tom Slicks won the race. And you hear the crowd go, yay. <laughs> That's how I feel here. Oh. All right, Tony, get on with your pickleball terms. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now entering pickleball world. <laughs> Here's one that seems like you would know and have an answer for, but it's way off. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Champion shot. Well, that sounds so easy, but I'm sure it isn't what I'm thinking. So champion shot uh, would be the shot that wins the game. And you become champion? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On that shot? Oh, oh my God. I, all these episodes, and you're still wrong. <laughs> all right, what does it mean? Yeah, this is the definition of champion shot. A pickleball shot that bounces twice in the non-volley zone. What? How is that a champion shot? I don't know. Is that like, I'm only that great that I can do that? Okay, well. So the non-volley zone is the? The kitchen. And you can't get in there, but Wait. it bounces twice. What does that mean? You're there every day playing. Why don't you oh, tell no. me? If it bounces twice and you don't hit it back, then you lose the point. What? How about if you don't hit it back on one bounce, you lose the point? Yeah. Unless it bounces 
over to the other side. Are you saying that you guys are doing the back and forths? It's going great. You're doing, like you said in the last uh, segment, and you're up uh, close to each other and it's more finesse. And they dink it and it goes dink, dink. No, you know what it must mean? It must mean that you hit the ball into the kitchen and it ricochets back over to the other side in the kitchen and that's a champion shot. You win the point. I've seen that happen. Uh, <laughs> what the beep? did you just say? Okay. What do you mean a ricochet? <laughs> How could a ricochet? No. Where would a ricochet off? No, not ricochet. Use the wrong word. It's such an amazing shot that it bounces in the kitchen on the other side and it's got so much traction and spin that it bounces back over the net. No. Uh, that has to be it. Because what's a double a bounce? A pickleball shot that bounces twice in the non-volley zone. Well, it didn't say on the other side. Okay. If you hit it Otherwise, in the kitchen. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Because that would be a no- nothing. It would be. Okay. So this is it. what I'm trying to figure out. These are why these terms are psycho people. First, it's all <laughs> sex. And then you get something like this. That doesn't make sense. That's part of the game. You're on one side. You dink it. Yes. It gets it into the kitchen. Gets in the kitchen. And that same no, 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 no. shot spins on its own back into the kitchen of, of the, yours. That, of the and shot. you have to hit it again? It's your shot. They lose that point. You just won. You're saying Without that, the other person actually even hitting it. Wait, wait. You're saying there's backspin enough that yep. it came back on my spot. Yes, and I saw that happen before. That has to be what they're talking about. But it bounces twice in the non-volley zone. Yeah. On each side. But it's not saying each side. It's not saying that. I mean, I know what you're talking about. Right. If you've ever seen a golfer, sometimes he'll hit it, um, you know, with the backspin of death. And when it lands by the pin, it hops back towards the pin. Yeah. It doesn't go forward because you think like it would be forward motion if you hit the ball. I mean, if that's not. So you're saying it? you hit it so hard with backspin in the air that when it lands in their kitchen, it has enough power mm-hmm. not only to get their spin, but have enough heights to get back, but perfect, uh, you know, v- velocity not to go into the volley zone, but the non-volley zone, and you hit it in your kitchen. Yeah, that has to be it. The champion shot, right? The, that has to be it. You gotta be kidding me. This is crazy. <laughs> if any of you can send something to Dr. Don yeah, about the champion shot and a viewing, is there some viewers? She is going to send you something from yeah, her you love, can you can her either... love fest, some sex there. You know those little th- toys you get and stuff. Got any? Oh, extra? I don't know. I have to get. But you can. You know what? I post this on my YouTube, the politically incorrect sex counselor. If you want to leave a comment there, that would be great. I'd be so interested to see what you have to say. Or um, you can send it through our email, which is posted on our website. Uh, getting Dawn with the pickleball. No, getting down uh, pb at gmail.com. Okay, say it one more time. I'm going to post it under the uh, YouTube video too. It's getting down, G E T T I N G D O W N P B at gmail.com. See, ladies and gentlemen, I make it easy. <laughs> Or just go to info at gettingdownwithapickleball.com. Okay. I want to know what a champion shot is. Now, here's the second one, Mm -hmm. because it's just as bad, but it's funny to me. Receiver. That's it? Just says receiver? That's all? No. (laughs) I I stopped there and paused for because I had the second half coming at you. No. Receiver. Just the one word. Okay. Like like when you- Receive the ball. When you ran. Yeah. 
No. Okay. What does it mean? When you receive the ball. <laughs> you know. What else could it mean? Well, I love it. You're so, the receiver. You're receiving yes, the ball. You're the receiver. Like yeah. when you're in West Hollywood. I love man. Oh, there's some. Oh, oh, oh just don't. <laughs> there's a, catch, just, there's a receiver, uh, 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 a pitcher, and a catcher. Why West Hollywood? It's known as a boy's town, mainly. What are you talking about now? There's always a top and a bottom or a receiver. <laughs> Way to bring Wide it receiver. down. No, oh, that's just funny. Oh, my God. That's wow. well. Okay. Here's the actual explanation for the term. Player diagonally opposite from the server who will return the serve. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, but that's not what you thought and thought and never got. Yeah, you're receiving the ball. That's you're not, the receiver. But they do that at any time. You receive the ball every time they hit it back to you. This just happens to be at the only time at the top of the serve. Okay, I get that. It's just, you know, all yeah. right. So they have to yeah, call Here's the another receiver. weird thing about the serving thing. Because remember, we were playing and I was doing some underhand stuff. And then when I finally started doing the overhand, I skunked you. like. Oh, yeah. Because you never had a chance to turn, return them. Right. Right. It's just like, you know, ping pong on steroids or badminton on steroids. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to another episode of our little pickleball world newsy sex therapy and throwing a current event. We always aim to please. We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. And remember, <laughs> remember if you're a receiver. <laughs> oh, go away already. Uh, with that. You know what? I'm a champion. If I'm the champion shot, there's got to be a receiver somewhere. Uh-huh. Take I'm care, sure. ladies and gentlemen. 